What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, Drifting on Memories podcast show and uh, undisclosed location in Southern California. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm really stoked about this one, uh, as I am, I guess, of all the uh, episodes. Um, but you know what? Um, this one is, um, I think everybody's going to dig this one. Marcos Gaitan. Um, just, uh, I've been trying to get him on for some time and I, I kind of want to let everybody know that too. You know, we've been trying to work this out and get him on the show. Uh, I have a, immense respect for this guy. Um, and, um, you know, a guy coming up from, uh, from up North in uh, San Jose, but you know what? Um, let me just kind of, let me just go down the, the list here. Um, artist for sure. Muralist painter car builder i'm trying to get all this stuff out of the way just because it's so it's so much good stuff man um performance art uh early lowrider uh san jose uh native bike builder from the classic uh from the 70s of classic bikes and uh, you know honestly it, I, I really think that even the word artist is an understatement for what you do marcos thanks yeah Appreciate thank it. you yeah. for being here oh. thanks for doing it uh, thanks for making the trek honored it came that came down just just for you yeah and you know you we've been we've been trying to do this for some time yeah i was trying i was going to be here like two weeks ago but my yeah. friend came in and it didn't work out so yeah we so, so i'm glad i'm glad you're here man i'm glad you're here um this show i know you you said you listened to it before i kind of just every episode thank you man i appreciate it i just jump around everywhere so yeah. just get ready for that you know <laughs> that's not how i talk that's how i roll all right good yeah. good good um i mentioned Early San Jose lowriding story and king, right? Yes, that story. was uh, okay. The, the mecca outside of LA. The mecca outside of LA for yeah, lowriding. Yeah. yeah. LA was number one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Say it again. LA's LA number... was number one. <laughs> That's where everybody was looking. Nobody wants to admit it now. Yeah. But, uh -huh. but, but trust me, uh, that that was the mecca. Okay. Let's let's talk about San Jose, bro. So you shared with me that you were at the very first lowrider show, and it would had to be hit. It, it, what did you say about well, it? Well, I, I would say it's the first lowrider show. It was the first lowrider magazine kickoff party. It was a show, and it was over at the um, I think it was Christmas Hill Park in Gilroy, which is another city outside of San Jose. Oh, the, was, the garlic uh, capital. Yes, Gilroy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it was really because it was hidden out in the hills and no police, okay. and it was you know nineteen seventy. Six actually, the magazine was published in 1977, right? But the, 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 the show the show happened in 1976, and uh, half my neighborhood was there. And how did you get there though, man? Well, well how old were you then? Well, in 76? I think I was I had just turned 13, okay. And um, I told my mom, Hey, we're going to the park, me and my buddy, yeah. and we took the bus like 40 miles to another city or two yeah. over yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And we had yeah. to walk down this uh, this road with a, a bunch of cars going by, lower yeah. cars. And everybody was going to that really hidden spot out in wow. the hills. And my, my, my mom didn't know we were going that far away. You, know, you yeah. usually stay in the neighborhood back. back you were about 70s. 12, 13. Uh, yeah, I probably just turned 13. Jumping on the bus to get to this little rider show. Yes. yes. Why, why the drive for low riding? Well, uh, I, I think it's it might be genetic because, see, my dad was a big custom car guy okay and uh, we went to all the shows all the autoramas like the um, pomona rosa show uh -huh. or, or you know the grand nationals yeah used to be for 50 years it was in oakland which is just an hour away okay so it was really northern california show and then they sold the show and it came down here okay and it was just as big then so you were already going to shows with since your dad I was a little kid since my dad was a, was a custom car uh, more of a custom with the k because that was kind of pretty low right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Wells, the spinners, yeah. The, custom the with the k lights. Yeah. yeah, all and that you're, stuff. And you're uh, oh, first even, generation? 
Chicano? No, no, no. Uh, but actually, real quick, before yeah. we get there, yeah. before my dad, it was his father, he had 36 cars, and I'm named after him, Marcos Gaetan. He was a musician. Okay. I'm a big music nut yeah. and, and car guy. So uh, I think it's sort of genetic because my nephew, my brother's son, when he was a baby, yeah. He, he would like cry like every other baby. We put a car magazine in front of him, and this really happened wow. many times. And he would just stop crying with all the tears in his eyes. And Damn. for some reason, he was. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Anything that moves cars, cars, bikes, anything. <sighs> but the custom thing was me. I'm not a stock kind of guy. Okay. It's the custom. Being an artist, I, I yeah. like to see all that. Uh, yeah. All that craziness, all the but craziness as far as first and, generation, yeah. not really. Um, my father was born in Arizona, Jerome, okay. Arizona. Okay. Uh, my mom was born in Glendale, Arizona. Okay. And they migrated okay. um, following Southwest. the fields back like everybody did. Wow. That was okay. sort of a big industry, the, okay. can, the canning industry. Yeah. And they moved to Northern California, and then they met there in San Jose. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. Then, um, my dad's father, it was so long ago, I don't remember if he was born in the States or in Mexico, I don't know. Okay. Uh, most of my life, okay. I've never known of any relatives in Mexico. I'm okay. sure they're. So you're like I think it's a little second, further out. third generation then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe third or fourth. Okay. I don't, I don't even know. Okay. Because everybody's gone now, so I didn't really know. And then there was a divorce in the family, so my like my grandmother, my dad's mom didn't want to talk about it. When you'd ask her when you were a kid, I'd ask because yeah. I was in a family tree when right. I was a kid. She would always say, "Oh, I don't remember." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't think they wanted to talk to about talk it. about it. Okay. So why or how low riding then as opposed to like custom cars you know what i mean like what uh, well, why were you so well, set I on was, low riding was well, it just because low riding was blowing up at the time yes, in san jose it was exploding off the charts and it was something new and um uh i first noticed a low rider and it was around 1975 but at the time everybody was using the wide tires they were using really deep spokes maybe eights or something okay and then they have the the white tires, the little lettering on side, yeah. I forget what they call them. Yeah. And everybody would slam their cars on the ground. Okay. And then all the 520s came and we were, everybody was, it was common knowledge that the, the 520s, the style was coming out of LA. Oh. That was the new look. Say it again. Was, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Time, I'm just kidding. <laughs> came out of LA. I'm just Well kidding. known, common knowledge, that look came from Los Angeles. And back then, you know, it was way before social media or anything. You still had pay phones and everything. So people would drive to L.A., get the new fashions and drive back home. Okay, let's the, let's the new records, et cetera. That okay, was, that was way. Let's jump around media. here. I'm going to so I'm going to okay. super jump. Yeah, that's like, OK. Back and forth. I'm going to I'm going to jump decades ahead. So why now, Marcos, is it like the northern lowriders use the fatter white walls? Well, they don't really do that anymore for they don't? a while okay. there. OK, um, I'm just an they, old guy they, that they thinks used, that they still yeah. do it. Not everybody did that. In the 70s, everybody rolled with the skinny white walls. And as that generation, uh, they all went through the low riding thing because everybody was young. Everybody was a teenager. I think it was – everybody started driving at 16. I drove at 16. I cruised King Story at 16. Yeah. Um, so the average low rider age was roughly 16 to 23. Wow. And so the that, older people, anything older – That really that, shows you that there was like – the beginning of low riding. Yes. When you were like, oh, the low riding oh. crowd was 16 to 23. Yeah. And at that time, you were a grown up. So you were good. already getting married at 18. Today, kids don't even leave the house until they're mid or late right. 20s because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just completely different now. The energy was so exciting back then yeah. because it was all new. Yeah. And that's where you go. You went and you met your friends. That's where you met all the girls. Okay. To not 
these days you go to the, the car shows and it's just mostly wives or like almost all men. So how how did Story and King and I, I, I'm not too yeah. familiar yeah. with it. I, I'd love to. I've even yeah. told you I, I yeah. want to go out there. I want yeah. to experience it's it. Gone. Okay. They, they cruise in another part of town. Okay. But, they but why Story and King? No. Well, uh, San Jose was much smaller then. It was kind of a, a it was almost like a Modesto. It was a kind of quieter town. It's completely okay. exploded. It's the second biggest city in California. Eighth biggest city in America, okay. Silicon Valley. Yeah, right, um, right. It was right. all a lot of orchards all over. I remember all the orchards all over San Jose. Okay, canning companies, uh, you know, fruit yeah. canning. Um, so everybody gravitated towards this one big open intersection. It was you know a four a four corners. There okay. shopping centers gotcha. on, on gotcha. three corners and a gas station near the freeway. Uh, you know, the, all the big so it was almost like the the pinpoint of like what yeah. san jose was at that time at that time and gotcha. everything's changed now everything's built yeah. up and it looks right right, right, Panda, right. all that stuff right. Target. everything's right. there now and the traffic is so dense i don't even go there on a regular day uh it's it's gone the whole the gotcha. air is gone but back then the cruising was like it was in boulevard nights yeah every weekend um, it was but packed like, like that with low riders because everybody was out everybody from 16 even through grown-ups was there and then they'd have a, a flea market in the side of a building in the flea market at yeah. night there was a nightclub called disco east okay. and i did flyers for some car clubs <laughs> when i was like in 10th grade and i no, still have them wow you know and then you so were I, doing flyers for car club you know, parties on the polls yeah yeah that yeah. was early social in 10th media. grade yeah yeah uh, because my brother yeah. hooked me up with his friend who yeah. was i just want you to know you've completely qualified as a lifetime lowrider <sighs> obsessed being an artist <laughs> obsessed you know uh yeah my my mom was just kind of a funny story my mom thought i was autistic so she talked me to the doctor because i was always playing with my cars and i wasn't the doctor said he's just ignoring you <laughs> so i was completely immersed <laughs> in my car toys yeah. yeah and but i was hey you have an artist in the family um my sister is really creative both my parents are really creative my dad okay. was in the cars we also had a really nice yard okay all manicured and gotcha. the plants like oh, like this cool. all nice thank you all and right. um um I cool. remember my friend's parents saying, who does your yard? I'm like, oh, I don't know. We do, you know? Cool. So we were always super cool. It was always design. It's okay. like that at my house. Everything's yeah. designed. Very, very visual. Yeah. I can't yeah. stay still. Hey, sometimes happens. I think lowriders are that way, are yeah. very visual artists, you know? And, and, yes. and sometimes I think that we don't have any other way of expressing our art in th but through our cars a lot yeah. of the times, you know, because we pick the color schemes, we pick yeah. like where the pinstripe. I know when I when I talk to somebody to yeah. do something on my car, yeah. I already know going into it yeah. how I want it. And I say, That's hey. That's exactly how I did my car. Yeah. And um, you were, sometimes I hear stories of painters saying, oh, no, I'm the artist. You have to do it my way. But I do art for a living. You know, I do whatever they tell me. So I go in and I work with a lot of designers. I work in a lot of really nice homes or businesses. And I ask them, what do you want? And I kind of guide them. Mm -hmm. And I walk out of there where they are happy, yeah. not me. If Sometimes I go, ooh, I didn't like that, but yeah. I'm really happy to get paid. And yeah, they're super right. happy. Yeah. So That's I don't okay. have any problem with my car i went to lucky seven and he goes okay we're both artists what do you want what are you so looking I drew for all the drawings of the paint job the night before and i still wow. have them i put okay. they put them on the booth okay. and they just did everything so, exactly the way i said it so before we get into psychotic pineapple uh yeah my okay. 66 okay. let me go back really quick to story and king yes i obviously equate that with lowrider magazine so what was it like before Lowrider Magazine came out in 1977 that was basically Story and King? Like for yeah. me, when if anybody knows Lowrider Magazine the way probably you and I have studied it, yeah. um, 
know that that really was what um, it was kind of say like, hey, here's San Jose lowriding. Here's, you know, the cover. Here's all about San Jose lowriding. What was that like, man, when that Um, came out and what was? Well, it was it was back then. Again, it was smaller people. The average, uh, like, say, minimum wage was probably like two twenty five an hour. And so a lot of people didn't have money. And that was a really creative time because everybody had to work on their cars. And that's, I think, a lot of times when the cars got started, every paycheck you've heard in other stories, you said that they would keep working on their cars. And I'm sure like a lot of car clubs today have their traditions where they keep working on their cars. And I think that goes back to back then, how they grew up. Okay. Um, Okay. So back on the streets, um, King and Story, I don't remember that sort of existing until the magazine started kicked off. Right around the time Boulevard Nights came, no, Boulevard Nights came after. Yeah, Boulevard after the came beginning so, yeah, of Boulevard Nights came right, after. Right, So I went to go see it. Definitely, yeah, definitely after eighty something. Okay, so um, there was more of a whole sort of Chicanismo scene mm-hmm. and a lot of political stuff, and I was really into all that political stuff because my parents were into that. Uh, yeah. we would watch. I'm going to come back. Yeah, full gotcha. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Back then, we would see like a like a, a Mexican Chicano on TV, and my parents said, look, he's Mexican because you uh, never saw it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So back to that whole Chico and the Man. <laughs> Chico thing, and the Man. Yeah. He came out uh-huh. everybody ran to the tv wow not just because it was a it was like an event it was like an event wow mexican on tv yeah wow latino on tv yeah latino yeah 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 big sense yeah, yeah, of pride yeah 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 because he wasn't mexican no uh-huh oh, freddie he prince oh, oh freddie prince yeah yeah i don't yeah, think he was mexican it, I, I meant the car oh the yeah, 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 yeah 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 gotcha 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 yeah um yeah, so uh, okay. So it was like, kind of, like an event almost, yeah. Yeah. Like, so oh, there was sure. there was movement going on, especially with like the um, especially with like the car scene and the car building and the cruising. Like oh, oh, and and definitely like Cesar Chavez and the farm workers and the brown berets. Yeah, right? there was a, we were really in my family. We were really in touch with the whole Chica, Chicanismo scene. Yeah. And. Mexicans and because we were Mexican, so yeah. and Latinos yeah. coming up in the world. Yeah, everybody was striving for that. Some right. my uncle went to college, and you know it was a big deal. So a lot of people didn't go at the time. I went to college, and when I went to school, I only knew like two other Mexicans there. Yeah, right. I went to school with also with uh, David Gonzalez, homies. He was oh. in a couple of my classes. Okay, I wasn't really his friend. We were acquaintances because we were both in the art department, so okay. we were there around the same era. Okay, okay. So Lowrider <laughs> magazine comes out. Uh-huh um does it does it blow you away or i mean was it an event kind of thing was it a big um, deal or was it just like or was it not a big deal it for wasn't for exactly for people deal. who were there you know what i mean well it, it was kind of exciting um for people to in the big be- not quite in the beginning maybe within that first year it started to gain a okay. lot of popularity okay okay it was my first semester freshman year i was 13 years old 1976 1977 uh, I was sitting on the grass in front watching all lowriders pass by the high school because mm-hmm. everybody was young. So they would cruise looking for girls. That's yeah. typically why everybody did. Mm-hmm. That was one of the daytime cruising scenes, the guys that weren't going to school. Mm-hmm. So somebody came up to me and said, hey, you like lowriders? One of my friends, I don't remember who. And he yeah. handed me the first issue of Lowrider Magazine, wow. which I had had all those yeah. years until I raffled everything off. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, and then I was like, wow. I'd Raffle the any- whole complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had never seen anything in my life like that, but see, yeah. it was stapled together because that was just early publishing. Nobody really had money. Right. And that was actually um, uh, modeled after all those, uh, what do they call them? Revistas, they used to call them. Uh-huh, the, right. The, the, the uh-huh. zines. They yeah, call the them zines, zines yeah, these they days, call them but zines I think now. they call yeah. them revistas, revistas back then. Revistas back then, yeah. And it uh-huh. was mostly about what was happening in the Chicago scene, trying to 
make a step Did that up just in the blow world. you away though yeah and at Sunny Madrid that's what he was doing yeah so Andy Douglas told me and I think I'm pretty sure it was confirmed by Sonny because I had a few conversations with him. Okay. That it was actually Andy's idea and said, "Hey, you know, you're all doing these these magazines, these reviews. Us. Why don't you feature some of the cars because they're always with that crowd?" Okay. So he goes, "Hey, you're right." So nice. that's how nice. he started putting in cars. So there was more people in cars. Later, it turned into mostly cars. Right. The okay. first year, you saw them both together and see that's what that's I what i miss that's what i tell people all the time um and i just had an interview with the guys from lowrider today uh and um all three of them had something to do with lowrider if not you know Saul vargas has worked for lowrider 22 years yeah. but but here's what i tell them i say i feel like in the early days of lowrider magazine it was really more about the community and it was yes. more about the people exactly people forget that all my neighbors are in the magazine. The uh, there's a band called Kicking, who because they had Battle of the Bands at all the car shows and stuff, and that was on the first uh, the so first uh, Lowrider magazine kickoff party mm -hmm. show. Was there was a Battle of the Bands, and you see a lot of the photos. Yeah. Well, um, the band Kicking uh, was two houses away. Okay. I broke that guy's head open with a rock. We were throwing right uh, rocks at his kite. And I got a spanking that day. Uh, but so that yeah. was again. San Jose was so small at the yeah. time that. Everybody knew okay. what was happening. So you were in tenth grade when you saw it. You said right, something around uh, that? freshman year. Okay, first okay. semester freshman year. Okay, so ninth grade, seventy-seven. So when you see something like that in just only all about lowriders, does it do something for you? Does it? Yes. Uh, well, it was lowriders and and uh, the people that had the people it together. There, huh? It yeah. was fifty yeah. percent uh, yeah. each. Yeah. Uh, it did a lot for me, and it was it, again, it was exciting because I had never seen anything like this, but I had seen a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, Latino, Chicano, revistas. Right, magazines. right, right. Yeah, because there, there was, was a lot, lot of movement. Community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was a lot of, but there was one yeah. called El, El Eccentrico at yeah. San Jose, all the Mexicans and the yeah. Latinos in San Jose, what yeah. was happening with them, yeah. the social scene. Yeah, the social not justice scene. Not the lowrider yeah. scene, the more yeah. upscale kind of thing. People okay. own businesses okay. and okay. stuff. Okay. There was a lot of that happening. Okay. So my parents are really into, tapped into that scene. So Good. I got tapped into it. Yeah. And then, um, my parents um, had our audition built on our house by Cesar Chavez's brother, who oh, okay. actually built it. Who, who, uh, uh, anyway, so we, we uh -huh. kind of like everybody was mingling. It was yeah, again a yeah. really small place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but uh, no, but yeah, anyway. totally, totally. So, so you're you started building bikes at that time where you already building bikes. We were bikes? building bikes since the '60s. Okay. Uh, we were little because uh -huh. our dad was always working on custom cars. So you guys, so you guys were working on bikes then. Yeah, and we okay. would put the chopper forks before lowriders, where you cut the the, the fork yeah. and you stick it in front of another yeah. fork and you hammer it, and then you see like you know four sets of forks and the yeah. bikes really high. So we started doing that in the '60s with yeah. the big long sissy bars, and then um, I rarely meet. I mean, not rarely. Yeah. I never meet anybody who says did that. who's who did that we and did who's that. and yeah. We have photos of and that. yeah, and who says, "Hey, we were building lowrider bikes in the early seventies, right?" Yeah. Like I, I rarely, and that's why I said earlier, like, yeah. man, this guy right here is yeah. lowrider is life. Lowriding is life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Because it was who can awesome. say that though? Like, oh yeah, in the early seventies, I was already building lowrider bikes, which, which to me Models, is like everything. Yeah, yeah, which to me is like who, who even, who even like came up with lowrider bikes at that time, yeah. or who, who was even yeah. doing that? Yeah, uh, I was. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. It was exciting. And, yeah, and, um, I know you're into punk rock, so yeah, uh, that could come later in life. Yeah. Um, 
but I was always still looking at lowriders. Yeah. And but the energy of the the King of Story and the magazine and everything yeah. was everything was exploding. That's why they called it the Golden Era. Yeah. It was the same energy as the punk rock scene. Gotcha. So gotcha. That wasn't really mixing at the time. Right. But I hung out with a bunch of skaters. All my friends were skaters. And they yeah. all went to college later right. and stuff. But we used to I used to be the only guy on a lowrider bike, and we'd wow. get chased out of these pools from the, the back of a hotel yeah. where it was abandoned. Yeah. And then they'd throw my bike over and scratch it all up, oh, and then we'd wow. all run, and they'd throw their boards. You over. were building bikes. And you were painting them yourself with spray cans, with spray and masking cans. from reading all the hot rod magazines. So I learned all those tips as a kid. Oh, I, I didn't have a gun. We, yeah. we didn't have any money. I just I, I want my kids to be half of, uh, as artistic as you. <laughs> I really do, yeah, man. That'd be cool. I, I really do because I think that everything you're mentioning is just all about art. You know, yeah. all about visual art, That's all how about. I ended up being an artist. The whole lowrider thing actually took me to, to school, to college, yeah. and it was an art major. And then that's what I do for a living for the last 30 years. I've done nothing but paint. Yeah. And that's what's paid for everything for my cars, everything in my yeah. whole life. Yeah. Um, what, when, when did you when did you start cruising in a car back then? You know what I mean? I like was, when. Uh, well, before I had a license, I would cruise with my brother. Okay. We had a 64 Impala. Oh, okay. He had several cars. Okay. But he had a 64 Impala. An older brother? An older brother, okay. my older brother Bob. Okay. And at the time, he ran 520s with the polished Supreme, um, not Supreme, Super Sport hubcaps. Okay. Yeah. Polish nice. It looked like chrome nice. and it was lifted yeah. back and uh, front and back. Front and back. Nice. And then he would switch them up like a yeah. lot of guys. I would, like that look, that 520 yeah. with hubcaps. Yeah. I he, really he like ran that them look. Also, with a little tiny hubcap and then the painted wheel. Yeah. And later, he put the spokes on, and I have old footage, a family yeah. video. Uh -huh. I think I put a little bit of it on my Facebook. Okay. Okay. Um, and I have an Instagram. There's yeah. Some, Send it, it to, might be yeah, on there yeah. too. Okay. Um, nice. And then I started when he had to change steering wheel again, you know, changing his car yeah. up all the time. Yeah. I was just learning how to drive. I might have been like 15 years old. So this is right around 77. So I'm you were cruising in his car already. Yeah, but I wasn't story. allowed to touch the hydraulics. So the yeah, car yeah. was all the way up in the front and dragging almost on the back. <laughs> and my mom was sitting next to me crocheting, you know, and yeah. she's in know, the car. Yeah. And I'm driving, trying to look over the hood. And the police <laughs> are flashing their lights. And I'm almost so he would let you drive it. He would let me drive it because he was working at the, the Nair oh. factory, you know. Like so you would there. drive it out on Story and King and oh, cruise no, not it. Story and King. Oh, just, just drive just it around. Over town yeah. with my mom it was a, they were it was a, it drive. was it was a lowrider, but it was also the grocery getter. It yes, was also like the, the family car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a daily driver. Yeah. yeah, everybody was young. So everybody and, and drove their lowrider really daily. Yeah, that was just the thing you did. So you saw them on the street. You saw them at the grocery store. Yeah. Every time you left your house, you could count all the lowriders you saw. And I'm sure it was like that here in L.A. Yeah. It's just not like that no more. It's a no. whole different ballgame. Yeah. And the cost of things today is right. insane yeah. compared to what it was back yeah, yeah. then. Yeah, I don't drive my car that often just because I'm looking at the longevity of it. You know, like yeah. I'd like to keep it for this long. Yeah. So probably the less I drive it, the yeah. longer I keep it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't take my car that much. No. But mostly because it's too expensive, me, it's, man. Well, it's not even that. I just... <laughs> Uh, being an artist, uh, building the car was more exciting for me than yeah. actually driving the car. Yeah. I'm probably the only one that's probably going to admit saying that. But even yeah. the car I'm building now, it is. Yeah, it uh, is. The process of building it is way more fun. Yeah. for me, it's a canvas. Maybe, maybe it's a canvas. It's my age. Yeah, it did all that right. when I was younger, so right. that doesn't doesn't do a whole lot for me. When did you get your first car? Sixteen. Uh, and it was a '62. Oldsmobile Starfire, which is kind of unusual. Yeah. There's one rolling around here in LA. It has that big, long, silver aluminum yeah. piece. Uh -huh. 
right by the door there's these flutes yeah and it has hubcaps and it's dropped have you seen it around it no. looks like a 62 impala roof but i keep seeing it on the internet and it was exactly that car ah, but even back it's then, not a t-bird huh no it's 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 a full size it's full big as an impala okay, okay. and it had the, the square tech that was done in tijuana with, okay you know with the cone rims yeah 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 and okay the air shocks in the back yeah a lot of times before hydraulics people were using air shocks yeah right like right my right buddy they right. would drive lower it and, story. and he bring would it back up yeah and drive by everybody yeah. with it really high and he would <laughs> Lowered around the, the corner yeah. and he hit drive the air pressure. Pretending he had hydraulics, <laughs> you know, because that was the early yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Good. I cruised that. Okay. And then, All right. um, but uh, it, it was fun at 16. I mean, right. it, it was literally packed. It took you 45 minutes to get down less than a mile of a street. So I and got it was really four or five lanes. It was crazy. It was nice. like that all the time. Yeah. I got really excited about something you showed me and it's a painting that um, I don't think you have anymore, but it was a painting of your wife's um, Firebird. Firebird. Okay. Was a, I was about to say Camaro. I wasn't sure. I think it's a 75 Firebird. She drove that back in King and Story. She was uh, cruising. Cruising. Yeah. Damn. Way, you know, decades before That's right. I met her. That's right. And what was interesting when I was a freshman, she women already, cruising in 75 in their own car, low riding. Yeah. She, you know, started shit. working at 18 and then she bought her own car and then she had 520s and Craigers at the time because nice. that yeah. was the rim to have. Yeah. And it was white on white. So she was styling. Nice. And I saw her and her friend <laughs> across from my high school. Yeah. They had pulled up. Yeah. And, um, and then, then, then some other cars pulled up, and of course, I'm 13 years old, so I, you know, she was like, you know, just, uh, I don't know, it was 13. Yeah, yeah, I think she's like two, two, two and a half years older than me. Okay. So um, she had already had her car or something, uh -huh. and um, it turned out that was her, uh -huh. but I didn't meet her uh -huh. for a few decades later. Okay. Oh, really? But we had crossed paths. But you had already crossed I paths. I remember very yeah. well. I wow. Remember her friend. Yeah. And uh, I remember the other guy, it was Raul Reyes, had his car there, and he was a big legendary figure in san jose it started uh raul's hydraulics Remember oh that? yeah raul's yeah. hydraulics Everybody, of course i do yeah yeah i knew uh -huh. his sisters and i really his house but he wasn't there watching yeah. football games and stuff and uh -huh. it, again it was a small community i love that car i love that she lowrided that car i love that she had the craigers on it the skinny yeah. white walls on it and then I, she spent all her summers back then here in whittier boulevard she's oh, okay over and, um, okay uh what's that terrace uh city terrace city terrace nice. her cousin lived there nice. and her cousin had a lowrider so nice. every so uh, she had that lowrider bug too yeah, then she spent a lot of summers in in east la so she would cruise whittier boulevard in its heyday okay so um, she 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 got it she had the bug okay yeah what Tell tell the story. I have four minutes. Um, tell the story about with your lowrider club. I mean, your lowrider bike club. Uh, the classics was it? Oh, it was just classics. And, okay, the shows you guys used to do. Yeah. Oh, uh, and the trophies. Tell that story. It, it's a funny story. We first of all, we had named. Oh, I had named the club after the classic Santa Ana, which I'd seen. And they'd come to San Jose. Okay. Um, and all the Charlie Mercury, I'm Charlie Mercury, um, Charlie Lopez had the Mercury, and all those guys were there. Um, the car that was in the jerk, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. all those were in San Jose and ended up in my neighborhood. Wow, my friend's father owned it uh -huh. later. Uh, okay, so uh, we used to have all these lowrider bike shows because I was building all those bikes, and there was a lot of clubs in town, okay, and we were. A lot of people didn't like us because we had the really nice bikes and okay. they kept thinking somebody else did them. But no, I did them. I did everybody's bike in my neighborhood. With a spray can. With a spray can and the Bondo and I used cardboard <laughs> templates and masking tape. Damn. And they held up for decades You're because we still have some of them. Uh -huh. um, so we would have the, the, the car or the bike shows and uh, bike clubs from all over town would show up. And they were always kind of giving me attitude even when I was a kid. Okay. But um we would get these trophies at the Suunda, the thrift stores. So it's thrift stores. You would get you would get uh, uh, donated thrift store 
trophies. trophies. And we would change the, the bowling lady out for, we'd find one with wings and we'd scratch <laughs> off the plaque and we gave those out. So we you were guys kids. had, you guys had, we were imitating the lowrider guys. You guys were doing, you guys were doing your do it yourself, lowrider bike shows, and then getting uh, old trophies from the thrift store, yes. scratching off the name. And, <laughs> we didn't and have no money, but, but we, yeah. we were dead serious. And hey, what about those flyers, man? The flyers, I made them over at the, the copy store right there at the food bowl grocery store right down across the street. <laughs> I would like draw them with an ink ballpoint pen and, uh, on line paper. Oh, man. And, uh, and I still have all those. So a lot of those are on my Instagram or my Facebook. One That's of the, two. the best. That is uh, the best. But, uh, That's the best. Yeah, we were just imitating the big guys. And it wasn't. There was no parents. There was nobody older than us wow. out of the entire parking lot. Yeah, somebody yeah. has uh, footage of it, uh, film, but film. Uh, I wow. lost track of that guy. Okay, his okay. older sister was the there. pictures I've seen um, of the of your bikes. The background just looks like absolutely seventies, yeah. early seventies. Yeah, the like cars. there's, n- yeah, yeah. You can see just, how open it is. It's yeah. not congested. It's not congested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. It was an exciting time. Okay. Um. Okay, Marcos, all the all the history you have, all the of low riding, all the early stuff you have, um, and and you, you kind of like I feel like art has always been a part of it. It never became like one thing like, oh, I'm an artist, but yeah. it just all has always been a part of it. Yes. You mentioned it a little bit earlier and I, I have to bring it up again. How does music, how does punk, how does early stuff, and then we'll talk about the the, yeah. the name behind your car. How does yeah. all that play a role in it? Um, and well, what was it like, like early punk in the eighties? Let's start with let's start with that, man. Okay, g- getting to that. Uh, back to uh, I was always in the music because my dad was in the music. We grew mm-hmm. up listening to James Brown and Mexican music okay. all in the same house. Okay. So, um, uh, so in the seventies, it was just really creative. I was clearly into really creative things. Okay. Um, I got attracted to that. Mm-hmm. So um, I was hanging out. Uh, I stopped hanging out so much with my lowrider Mexican crowd mm-hmm. in school because uh, that was sort of tapped out everybody was kind of cruising going to okay. parties and i was partying like everybody else going yeah. to all the house parties when right. we, were, we were kids right and they started gravitating towards my other friends um and we were sort of the rainbow yeah one was a white guy and the yeah. one guy's a latino or okay. from argentina the other one's black guy yeah. but we were all we all grew up on the east side also okay and then we were we just they were into skating. It was just something new because okay. I was being an artist. You're always exploring. You're always yeah, looking for the right, next, right. the next fix. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then the, the music scene exploded, and then we were slowly getting into that. And one of our friends, oh, Lynn, my friend Lynn, he actually, he's he passed away, but um, he was the first one that kind of got into the whole punk rock thing. He got deep, deep into it. Wow. So we jumped on board pretty much right yeah. like a week later. You know, not that fast, but like really fast. Yeah. And it was really exciting. So we were like the weird kids in school. So you actually right. back then right. got beat up, yeah. including him, yeah, for, for being... listening to punk rock. Because yeah. back then in high school, it's like you either listen to rock or soul. Yeah. And how dare you listen to something else? Yeah. And that came from the lowrider scene too. Right. So it was kind of opinionated because, again, they were, they were all kids. They were all teenagers and stuff. Yeah. And that happens a lot when they're yeah. picking on each other. Right, right, right. So, um, so I was off and running, doing all kinds of, uh, going to all these shows and all these early shows. Like yeah. when my friend turned, I'm thinking he was 17, 
uh, he had a party, uh, Lynn, you know, the, yeah, the guy yeah, you just mentioned, yeah. at his house. And he had yeah. all his punk rock friends from San Francisco, all wow. these like really intense people. Yeah. And I was sort of. And you were there. I was still a newbie, but uh-huh. I was uh, going to all the shows. Yeah. And the band that played at his house party when yeah. we were 17 was Mike Ness. Oh. So my buddy was going, wow. uh, hey, Mike Ness is going to be there. Mike Ness. Everything was Mike Ness. He was already <laughs> a big star with all these young kids. Yeah. Wow. And that yeah. was that was a long time ago. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike Ness, social distortion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we were all kids. Everybody yeah. was just starting. Yeah. We used to go to the Mubuhi Gardens in San Francisco. Okay. And when you'd pay like four bucks for like six bands. And, and we've had you know? conversations and you're like, oh, I've seen DK, Dead Kennedys. Everybody. I've seen, I've seen the, the cramps. And I'm like, every oh, time you, big every time, ta- yeah, every time you tell me, I'm like, oh man, that's so good because it's a difference to see them in their, Person. Yeah, well, in, in their not only era. in their era. I look at the videos now, and they don't look, and the energy's just not there. Yeah. You had to have been there. The videos don't capture the music, the energy, and that was the excitement, that energy, that fix that I got from low writing when low writing first started. Because nice. nice. when I was getting into punk rock, nice. actually, um, you know, from late high school to even after high school, yeah. low writing was literally dying. And it kind of died out. So, so you, that was my energy fix. That's sort of so, why I drifted that way. But so, I always kept my, my eye on low writing, yeah. even though it was just kind of trickling away. On what the do you mean side. by dying, though? Um, well, the magazine had died out. Um, died out how? It, it, they went out of print. And for, I think, for a lot of years. And then a lot of the car shows, especially in San Jose, I think there were no more car shows allowed for 15 to 18 years. It was even even during is, this is mini truck era when it's era, era was or starting or, to come or, out. I was hitting the clubs like everybody else and uh, maybe early 20s or late teens. I, I'm thinking early 20s because we had the fake IDs and stuff and no. like early 21. There was like really nothing going on. Really? Um, as far as the low rider scene? Low riding scene. Everybody was sort of aging out of aging, it because yeah. everybody started so young and then yeah. they were getting married. Then getting jobs, they were getting, all getting married, divorced too homes. at the same time. <laughs> getting divorced. And everybody got rid of the cars and you hear yeah. that even here in LA. Yeah, for sure. And, um, for so sure. the cars sort of trickled around. Some people kind of kept them and a lot of people got rid of them. My brother got rid of his yeah, yeah. and he, to this day, he says he wishes he never got he rid never of it. He never got rid of that 64. That 64. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's had a couple other cars okay. after that. And okay. Then, um, Okay. All lifted, all the whole band. So during that time that it was kind of like a dark era for low rider, low um, you were you were hitting the clubs and yeah, and I ran into uh, Sunny Madrid because um, the magazine was literally gone. Like I said, I kept an eye on the low riding scene because I was just sort right. of a card it's part nut, of you, yeah, an art nut at the same time. And uh, we were dancing in the clubs, and it's all people my age, and then these three couples that were obviously older than us, dressed older, walked through and I looked and it was Sonny Madrid Sonny and his Madrid. wife and two other couples. Wow. And I ran up to him, I grabbed him by the arm and they go, Sonny, what happened to Low Rider Magazine? And he <laughs> looked like he saw a ghost, he jumped back a foot and he, big old smile. And then he goes, you remember? Wow. And then they go, yeah, what happened? He goes, it's coming back, it's coming back. Wow. And um, it did come back. Wow. And then, um, uh, shit. But it took a few years, but it came what, back. What, what kind of possessed you to run up to him and be like, Sonny, I know that's Sonny. Because it was such a big What's part going on with Lowrider? I was yeah. so excited with the cars yeah. being a car nut even yeah. before Lowrider. Hell yeah. Since I was a little kid, the hot rods and the models. I used to have like 60 models yeah. all over my That was life. life. That was the, life. Yeah, yeah the, the funny car magazines when I was a kid. Lowrider's life. full of funny cars. Wow. Um, All right. So okay. I was just a, a, a natural born gearhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I yeah. drifted into the lower scene because of the, the because of that. the Mexican, the culture, and the, and the Chicanos, and that's yeah. it was all combined for me. So when I see your art, and I see your paintings, and I see your murals, and even the performance piece stuff yeah. that you've done, I see that that exactly that, and I relate to it a 
a ton because I see yeah. the punk scene in it. Yeah. I see the lowrider scene in it. Yeah. I see the rasa scene in it. Yeah. You know, I see all that stuff really combined. Yeah. When when did you, you know, I want to get into psych, um, psychotic pineapple. You're 66, correct? Yes. Okay. I want to get into that. What, what, where'd the name come from? Um, Let's start with that. Well, uh, my buddy had moved to UC, uh, to Berkeley and went to UC Berkeley, and I was going to San Jose State, and I would go visit my buddy Fred. This is part of that original circle that we were all getting into music okay. and stuff, and we had grown up together. But yeah. I started getting a lot Berkeley closer has with the him. best scene, yeah, the best punk was, rock scene in those that, days. Yeah, it was there was a lot of uh, people right there on Telegraph, yeah, where all uh -huh. the record stores, yeah, were, yeah, Lookout Records, and all those, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we were going down the streets in the Gilman uh, Street. Yeah, we were walking down the street, me and him, and. Um, it was a big crowd and the sidewalks are really tiny. So people are spilling out into the street and this band was playing right on the, on the sidewalk. Okay. And then this big guy dressed in a pineapple suit, a big fat pineapple suit. And he was thrashing. He was knocking people down. What year was this? What year is this? This was, this year like, is this? This was uh, all 1980. Okay. Uh, so, um, so he was thrashing and knocking people down and they're <laughs> blasting on dressing the drums. Dressing a pineapple. And, yeah. They're like, ah, playing all the guitars and stuff. And it was just, it was crazy. I just laughed, and, yeah. and I had always held on to that name. I always remembered that. Nice. So when I came to do the car, um, I had already been into music, and of course, a lot of the cars are being named after songs. Right. I kind of remember that from the '60s yeah. as well, going to all those car shows. Yeah. So it's natural fit to name my car after music after or music. song. Yeah, or but song. They named it yeah. after a band. That's right. And then it kind of the the pineapple kind of reminded me of a 50s 60s the, the look of the surfer look because okay. i was really into surf music too. okay all right and then um so the coloring uh, kind of came from what i thought a pineapple might the vibe might got feel you. like got you almost kind of tropical sort yeah. of and um good job good yeah, job yeah, i mean it's been featured in ads it's been featured in in magazines yeah, I, i've press. seen it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. crazy press on that car yeah. did you ever it's been documentaries did you, KQD. did you ever envision like oh this no. car is gonna Never. I just thought it'd be. I just wanted rims and a paint job, the stock paint job, just like everybody else. I had no idea I was going to do that. Yeah. Like it said in the magazine feature, uh, I got a, a case, bad case of builder's disease. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what happened. Okay. So uh, I just, you know, it took me a really long time because the economy was really bad. Right. I got right. married. It was 9 11. How long have you had the car for? Um, I bought the car in the late 90s, but I didn't work on it for many years. Okay. Because um, I didn't really. Right understand how much you have to really put into the car yeah. until i really started until getting you into really it. started getting into it and yeah. once you get into it it's like oh uh maybe i should do this maybe i should do that once that part is done maybe you should do this and it's yeah. like here we go again Marcos, and i'm already doing it again is it a candy flake what is it uh it's it is a flake it's not a jumbo flake it's sort yeah. of a hex flake I've, okay. i'm told that the company cut the flake for the car for okay. a special request oh wow lucky uh -huh. seven um did all the body work and paint on the car. Okay. Uh, Marcos Garcia out in La Anya, California. Okay. And uh, they do a lot of the top customs. Nice. All those um, big uh, Grand Nationals, Arena cars, right. all wow. those John Nicostino, all those guys. Okay. Everybody worked on all those cars, worked on this car. Yeah. The upholstery, the body guy, John Aiello did a lot of the body work. So you, you got it all completed, uh, completely done up north, up in San Jose area. Yeah, and okay. I built a lot of it myself. I okay. did all the electrical. I did all the nice. drivetrain. Wow. I built the engine from scratch from really? the inside out. Yeah. I, I, they originally put in the lifts, but I've ripped them out about four times already. So now wow. I know everything. Uh, <laughs> I lifted my, my new car I'm working on. I okay. lifted it in the driveway. Okay. I mean, cut it, lifted it. Dang, look did, at you. Welding? 
uh, I didn't do welding. I brought okay. in a guy. I met okay. on a job in a restaurant. We worked. I was doing all the artwork, and okay. the guy from Mexico came in. And I go, "You weld on cars?" Like, "Oh yeah, CC." Wow, CC. Okay, yeah, come yeah. on over. Yeah. And I go, "How much you do all this?" He goes, "Oh, fifty dollars." Yeah. I'm like, "What?" Say and I, was, I gave him a couple hundred bucks. I'm yeah, like, and I fed him. I good. picked him up. And awesome. I almost overpaid the guy because it was awesome. like ridiculous. Yeah, because we know what it's worth. Yeah, the work. Yeah. Yeah, and he did because oh, he's an awesome welder. Okay. Yeah, All so right. now he's working for big companies because they said this guy's just too talented. So he, he did a lot of the uh, metal work on my new car. Okay, so I want to ask you this too, bro, before before we start wrapping up. Um, I remember your car, and it was under a different plaque. I think you were starting your own club. Yeah. And then, and then but honestly, I want to say this too, though. It, your car has always been like one that I show to people, and I'm like, yeah. look at this car. Like, yeah. It looks like lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, standards, lifestyle, like this car can easily be lifestyle, right? Yeah. And we would always be like, yeah, but lifestyle is LA only, one chapter, one, one, you know what I mean? One chapter, yeah, one, yeah. one city, one, right? Yes. Um, so it, it, it wasn't a big surprise to me. Um, and maybe you can talk a little bit about like why that club, but it wasn't a big surprise to me when you said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm heading over to lifestyle. So, so um, first of all, I guess it is what, what were you, planning to build as far as like a club or as far as family club well, I gave it my initially best, yeah yeah i gave it my best shot because i wanted to join lifestyle ages ago okay i mean i almost joined probably 15 maybe 12 years ago i'm thinking okay. made the, the effort to pack my car everything okay. let's go over there but the economy was so bad and yeah. i thought i'm thinking it's too far just okay. just thinking that yeah. so I, yeah. I decided to you know i called them and said maybe maybe not okay um so i kind of gave it my best shot but but no, if but there no. was a club, it would have been that club yeah, huh? but, but, for yeah, you. Yes. For you. Okay. But I tried something. It didn't work. Um, it just wasn't happening where, where I grew up. Okay. Um, everything that I was interested in wasn't there. Okay. So um, nobody ever got it together. I was really the only guy. So to me, it doesn't really exist. It was just really me. Okay. I mean, my brother is in the club or was in the club, but okay. he never finished his car. He's because okay. his life is set up differently. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's still working on his yeah. car. It just sort of never really worked. Yeah. Panned out. Yeah. So okay. uh, I gave it my best shot. You gave it a and, shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, so I said, um, um, I just kind of woke up one day, told my wife, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I had to talk with her, let her know that this is a huge commitment. So I kind of made my way over there. Okay. And uh, I've been having a really good time. Um, yeah. it's, it's exactly where I want to be. The creativity, great, um, great, of the cars. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like the crowd. I've made a lot of really good friends, yeah. and um, yeah, having a really good time. So your paintings, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if as an artist you go through these, I don't, I don't, for lack of a better word, phases, but I'll say this, the paintings that stand out to me mm -hmm. are the ones you did of those early or those that that certain class of lifestyle, the Twilight Zone, yeah. the Aladdin painting, yeah. the uh, American Woman painting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, t tell yeah. me, tell me what 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 kind yeah. of what kind of brings you to be like, oh man, like I love these style cars, I love this era, I love all this, what they're doing with it. You yeah. know what I mean? What well, I've always been painting low rider cars and drawing low rider cars and building models and stuff, and then the nineties. Because I was a painting major in college, so okay. uh, oh, uh, fine arts, but uh, specifically painting yeah. and sculpture. And you do this for a living. This is I've your living. I've been doing this for thirty years, yeah. uh, nonstop. Yes, yeah. I've never done anything. You're an else. artist by by uh, trade, uh, but by birth, by, I, by you I, know I what I mean. Like you make your paycheck through art. Yeah, yeah. pays for my entire life: cars, home, everything, uh, family. 
so I guess the, the term is a working artist. So that's exactly how I yeah. make my living. That's yeah. all I always have. But I've always, uh, the, the cars have always been there in my artwork, um, almost not by choice. Okay. I'm always a, almost a hostage to the, to okay. the topic. Okay. Uh, so that's always, it comes out constantly. I've tried changing the subject, but it never worked okay. when I was younger. Yeah. So uh, in the 90s, it was a really creative time. So I was painting a lot of those creative cars. And at that time, that was the only thing getting my attention. Okay. It was all these uh, really creative cars, not necessarily stock cars. Okay. Being an artist, I liked all yeah. the custom stuff. All the custom art stuff, um, yeah. And then, of sure. course, um, I, I painted a lot of other cars, so okay. other clubs and okay. just okay. cars in general. But okay. those lifestyle cars that I painted have uh, got more attention than a lot of the and other, the other ones. paintings okay. that I've okay. done. Okay, okay, yeah. You painted the trunk of Twilight Zone. Was it the trunk? Uh, it was the, the trunk was open. And you can yeah. see all the stuff inside. And I did yeah. it I blurry. You know, I, I like to paint like that. I could what paint. catches your eye on those things, though, Marcos? Like what says what what possesses you almost to be like that is what I want to paint? Well, because that specific car, um, it was again new and exciting. Um, okay at that time okay again like the okay. music if you put it back yeah, in its gotcha. era gotcha. so like when i did the twilight zones trunk it's like a four by five piece when it was just popping out on the scene yeah it was new and exciting gotcha. it gave me that fix again gotcha. that, that music fix yeah. or that Damn, early the low rating fix it yeah. was just the same thing you're just looking for that high yeah um and that was what that's where i found it that yeah. that's it. it had nothing to do with the club name it just yeah. i found my fix wow okay so. awesome you're uh you know i love your car uh, you know, straight up. I yeah. love your car. I love this, the paint scheme. I love like even down like the pinstriping. Like I notice all that stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, it's been featured at, at um, um, what is it? Um, uh, it's been featured in ads. Um, what is that? The company, the Every, dead, uh, uh, low rider, uh, low rider magazine, Lucas oil, uh, Mav TV. Is it dead end? Dead End did a feature. Dead End did an awesome feature. Um, it was recently in a like a Hot Rod style magazine, yeah, right? It's been, yeah, it's yeah. been featured in um, Trent Show, the photographer, his uh, Speeding Culture magazine. Wow, yeah, Speeding and Culture. And it's the first right. lowrider they've ever done. I don't okay. know if they're going to be doing many more. Wow, but, but it was the first. That car. Yeah. The first time he shot it, he flew in from Texas just to shoot the car. So he came out of, uh, I don't know, back east someplace just to shoot the just car to for shoot this that magazine. Car. Yeah, and then it's been featured in a lot of documentaries and Okay. There's so much stuff I just can't ever remember. Yeah. How um, how can we or TV when shows when do you plan to show it anytime again or I, I I haven't shown it in a long time, but I'll take it out. But I don't necessarily take it to the lowrider shows or cruises. I'll just take it out. And people think like, oh, you don't drive your car. I'm like, I did. I drove it Thursday. I did. Yeah. Uh -huh. but yeah. I just, I'm the same way. Oh, that guy never drives his car. And I'm like, I did. I was just out Sunday. But when I do take it out, <laughs> yeah. when I do take it out. Uh -huh. Yeah. Nobody comes around the yeah, car. Yeah, 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 for sure. Or I see pictures sure. of everybody's car on the internet, uh -huh. but I don't see pictures of mine. Of mine, yeah. I don't know yeah, what that's Yeah, what's up about. with that? Yeah, I'm the same understand. way. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I think I think we need to be out there like almost every other day in order for yeah. it to get some attention. But yeah. I'm good, trust me. Like yeah. I said earlier, I don't mind worried more about the longevity of my car than burning it out and yeah. just being like oh that yeah. fucking car again you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah okay so, all right so, all right so the new car is giving me a lot of uh, satisfaction uh, yeah it's giving me that fix again good good just like a painting you paint it good. you look at it for a week and like okay next next and see yeah. the car so and we don't have to talk about that no, if you're not no, ready just, for that um well i i, I don't I did the other car without telling anybody. It came out okay. like a ninja, just like boom, yeah. where did this come from? That's the best, yeah. And, and then so I'm doing the, the new car yeah. just like that. And, and that's it, how low ready 
culture is like yeah, we don't I'm we don't talk about it until it's done anybody, but yeah. just like a painting yeah. i always hated showing my paintings until yeah. they were done until they're done I there, you explaining go. Everything. there you go there you go there you go um yeah i i mean i i haven't seen the the car in person i haven't seen psychotic pineapple in person huh? i know the day i do i'll just yeah. be like oh man like okay it, like off the list almost like because the yeah. Day it came out yeah so nice yeah it, I, so I, nice. I take really i think i take better care of my car than so myself. that's why i'm so excited about the new project too yeah you know that's why i'm yeah. so excited about the new It'll project the caliber i'm excited to see that plaque on there so am i can't wait yeah I, that's all i think about and why is that why is it why are we so why are we so caught up on like what the plaque is you know what i mean like i i feel like i build my cars just just thinking about the plaque which yeah. is weird though because build a you're car around the plaque <laughs> what, it's fucking weird though yeah. you know what i mean like p other people would be like what's wrong with you yeah. you know like yeah. that car belongs to you that yeah. car should only be meant for you to yeah. enjoy it yeah. but i i'm that same way i'm like how do i build this car around that plaque and still be yourself and still be yourself yeah yeah, uh, yeah for sure it's a challenge but it's it's fun and it's exciting and uh, a little nerve-wracking on the wallet. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very nerve-wracking yeah. on the wallet. Yeah, I don't know if I should laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've done some art shows. A lot. Yeah. Jeez, like almost 40. Yeah. But I stopped showing, not on purpose. I just sort of lost interest. I've been putting more effort into the cars. Okay. okay. And then I think when you're younger, you're you're excited. Oh, I want to be famous. I want to do this. I want to yeah. do that. Yeah. And after as you get a little older, like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, it's just... You live life yeah. and plus you've established yourself already you know what i mean yeah i mean your I art speaks a, for itself the things that you've done years yeah. the phone just rings would you would you be interested or doing oh, something oh, or yeah actually i did want to talk about that um i've been known all over the place but a lot of people in southern california don't know exactly what i do other than maybe online but uh um, i would i'd like to get known here a little bit and maybe get some uh get into a couple of shows or some galleries or something okay if anybody's interested uh, yeah yeah i'm easy to find good all right yeah i'd love to see you out here showing yeah. i'd love to oh, see yeah. love i'd it. love to see the, all the stuff you do out yeah, here i've showing. always had an affinity for los angeles okay all right cool so let's let's well, let's work on that um thank you so much for doing it i mean i am completely um you know really you know um happy you know um just really um thankful grateful that you did it yeah. you know i'm glad you made it out here for this you know i know that I again, yeah 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 i really appreciate you and, and all you're done is there a way that we can find you you know like in, um, in your work and what you're doing next yeah i don't put a lot of my work online but you can find me at um on instagram at high tone underscore six six seven one one more time high tone uh, high tone underscore six six seven one is my instagram and you can find me at facebook under marcos gaitan i don't post there too much anymore after the last uh presidential administration i pretty much you know got in fights with everybody and deleted yeah. hundreds of people they <laughs> hundreds of people deleted me too so uh, yeah i so kind of i i'm I almost i'm almost of appreciative of that one thing of yeah. like what the last administration and COVID did because yeah. i was like oh nice it's filtering all, all the dumbasses exactly <laughs> so i'm actually okay with it yeah yeah exactly when i see stuff i go to their page and go okay it's one of them I yeah 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 and i'm like all right unfollow yeah dumbass <laughs> all right exactly I, we share a lot of things in common yeah thanks for doing it thanks yeah, for making it out it. yeah it was, uh, fun. It was so much Any fun time. it was so much fun thank you i appreciate yeah, okay. you okay thanks a lot